This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 124. Welcome to another episode of Marriage to the Max. I'm your host, Brett Hurst. And I'm your co-host, Kelly Hurst. Hello, lovely. Your co-pilot. Lovely (laughs) co-host. Handsome Hurst. Goodness. (laughs) Handsome host, Hurst. (laughs) Let us move on. (laughs) Well, we're both marriage educators and we're co-founders of Home Encouragement. And this podcast is designed, as always, to help you take your marriage to the next level. And beyond. And beyond. (laughs) To infinity and beyond. Well, today's episode is called Marriage and Friendships. And the question we're going to dive into is, why is it important to cultivate friend relationships other than your spouse? Well, there are several reasons. In fact, as I was doing a little bit of research on this, I discovered the reasons are pretty important. We, I think, sometimes take for granted if we have you know, good friends outside of our spouse, we take for granted, but they add so much benefit to our lives. And I worry sometimes about couples who are too insulated and and don't have a whole lot of friendship outside of each other. We're going to unpack a few of the reasons why. Yeah. Well, one of the top reasons, and this is based on research, is that friendships help you live longer. In fact, this is a quote from an article in Psychology Today fairly recently. Research shows that strong social ties improve your lifespan by as much as 22%, according to at least one study. In fact, having few to no friends is riskier for your health and lifespan, as is smoking 15 cigarettes per day, being obese, or not exercising. It's interesting, this data points to a specific benefit of friendship with people that are outside your family. And this is not to say that being close to your spouse or to your children doesn't matter. Of course it matters. It simply suggests that making an effort to develop meaningful friendships with non-family members is also very important to your health. I was so surprised by that statistic. Hmm. I mean, I've heard, you know, obviously, if you have good, healthy friendships, it helps you to have a healthier life. But when I read that, that it's riskier than smoking 15 cigarettes a day (laughs) when you don't have any close friendships in your life. I I was kind of surprised to see that in print. Yeah, it gets your attention for sure. Another point to talk about or to highlight is that outside friendships help you pursue interests that your partner doesn't have. You know, everybody in marriage, you know, likes to have common interests, but I mean, we marry somebody typically very different than we are. And even if we have common values, common interests, there are certain things that we're going to want to do that the other person is just frankly not interested in. For sure. It's so much fun to pursue hobbies with your partner. I mean, that's great if you've got that. And it's fun to pursue them solo. You know, it's just an individual. But it's also good to have friends to engage in fun things 
with you, especially things that your partner just has no interest in. So I'm thinking back to years ago, I used to, I had a season of my life where I would go to an annual scrapbooking retreat with my girlfriends. I had forgotten about that. And it was a safe bet that you would have zero interest in anything scrapbooking. Maybe, Maybe looking at it once I was done. But you that's something that you had zero interest in, which was fine. Maybe less than zero. <laughs> less than zero. So I had my girlfriends and we would go and enjoy that time. Mm-hmm. And I never expected you to be excited about scrapbooking. That was my thing. And I had my friends that I could do that with. And you have similar things too. Yeah. Going to an NFL game is probably not that's near the top. That's never been high on my list. I've gone, but it's never been super high. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Another reason is that these other friendships, they help us grow and evolve as individuals. You know, we need to be exposed to different perspectives and ideas. That's how we mature. You know, we don't want to become people who live in an echo chamber, exposing ourselves to only one way of thinking or just being very tunnel vision or myopic. You know, it's good to hear how other people live, mm-hmm. to uh, see what the rest of the world's doing, do some other things. Yeah, I think maybe this time now more than ever, it's important because with social media and so many things that help us to have kind of a homogenized way of thinking, you know, we tend to just gravitate to people who think like us and live like us. Mm -hmm. And it's important that we're around other perspectives. And that's how we learn and grow as people. Right. And if we're designed to be in community, which you and I both believe is the case, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's hard to do if we're not in an environment to grow socially. Also, spending time with other people helps us appreciate our spouse. Now, this I know is true. (laughs) You know, that adage, absent makes makes the heart grow fonder, is absolutely true. When when you and I are apart from each other, I can't wait to get back with you. I know. We look forward to seeing each other. Mm -hmm. And if you've hung out with friends that are, you know, life-giving and fun and, you know, you have a great experience, I think you show up for your partner re-energized and fulfilled. And I don't know, it's kind of kind of like when you and I would go on overnight dates when our kids were young uh-huh. and we'd come back, you know, just after less than 24 hours and we'd be better parents because we had had some time to ourselves, you know? Yeah. And like you said, if you have a good time with some other folks and, you know, that's a rich experience, you know, a lot of times you want to come back and share that, Yeah, you know, with your spouse. And so... uh, Makes it more fun to come home. Just all works out that way. (laughs) And then also outside friendships, as well as relationships you have with couple friends, you know, that that helps us stay connected to the community. We were talking about that a second ago. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's what develops our sense of community, which again, makes us just more healthy in general. Yeah. And I'll say this, and you know, and this comes from just you and I are a pretty seasoned couple. We're going on 34 years of marriage. Seasoned. (laughs) Salty. I think, you know, when you're young and you're just starting out and maybe you don't, maybe you don't place a high priority on outside friendships, there's going to come a time when you're really happy that you have a community of friends because life gets hard sometimes. And you and I, Brett, have said to each other many times, boy, how could we have done that season of life without our friends, without Mm -hmm. our community to help us? You know, we need each other. Yeah. And why would you? Right. Uh, want to go through those tough times by yourselves. A couple more. Also, other friends, you know, they can serve as mentors to us. And you just said this, mm-hmm. you know, modeling what healthy relationships look like, mm-hmm. sharing best 
practices. Yeah, we learn from each other. Giving us encouragement, all that type of thing. Yeah, we have older couples in our life that we know and really admire. And we jokingly will say, we want to be like them when we grow up, you know, because they're maybe 15, 20 years ahead of us. Right. And they've modeled what a great marriage looks like. Mm -hmm. I like this last point. Outside friendships help you develop your sense of autonomy, which is kind of ironic. And we've said this before, you don't want a marriage of codependency. You want a marriage of two independent yet committed people. Right. Interdependent, but not codependent. Right. Exactly. The codependent couple is the couple that neither can make a move without the other person. Mm-hmm. And that's not terribly healthy. That's, you know, you're you're kind of leaning in on each other too much. Right. We need to have a little bit of separateness, a little bit of autonomy. That's a good thing. Right. So you also added this bonus question, is it okay to have friends of the opposite sex? I think it is okay. Mm-hmm. I think you have to be careful. To me, you have to be careful no matter what gender your friends are. You have to be careful not to prioritize them over your spouse. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I think anybody you, over your spouse. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could have a long discussion and, and maybe we will on a, a future episode We've talked on this podcast before about the Billy Graham rule about, you know, not having being alone with someone of the opposite. You know, I think I've evolved a little bit in my thinking on that simply because we live kind of in a more egalitarian culture now where Mm -hmm. men and women oftentimes need to work together. They Mm -hmm. need to travel together for work and these kind of things to get things done. Yeah. So I don't want to be like too tight ruled on that. At the same time, I think you just have to be wise. Right. You know, you and I have friends who are opposite gender friends. I don't typically go to lunch with my any male friends that right. I can really think of. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that if someone needed to take me to lunch, I wouldn't. I don't know. I, it's, I don't want to have a hard and fast rule. Right. But at the same time, I want to be wise. Here's the main thing I want to say. Whether it's an opposite gender friend or a same gender friend, if you find yourself being closer to that person, Mm -hmm. sharing maybe information and feelings with them that you're not sharing with your spouse, then I think you you need to look at a red flag there. Yeah. I mean, at the very least, you're not... You know, like you said, you're not prioritizing that time and that energy and that investment emotionally with your spouse. So how are you going to grow closer to the person that you've committed to Mm -hmm. be the closest with? Yeah. Yeah. Because whether or not it's one of my girlfriends or whether or not I have a male friend, you know, if I'm commiserating with either one of them about you, Brett, you know, and saying, oh, he doesn't understand me and these kinds of things. And I'm sharing and engaging into that kind of emotional intimacy with them. Mm -hmm. Then I've got to kind of step back and look at, wait a minute, is this friendship becoming more important to me than my marriage relationship. And so that's just where I would land. I don't know that that's a great answer for anybody, but... No, I think uh, that's good. I, you know, I just want my relation. I want you to know me better than anyone else does. There you go. And vice versa. Yeah, I think the idea here, whether no matter who you're talking about, is to have relationships with friends who share similar values that you share, and especially who respect your marriage. You're talking about close relationships. That, that doesn't mean you can't have yeah, a relationship. Yeah, no, no, I'm talking about people in your, in your close circle of yeah, friends. Uh-huh. You want them to value your marriage mm-hmm. and hold that up as you would their marriage. For sure. You know, and also just people who add value to your life. This is just a win-win for everybody. Yeah, no, totally agree. 
Wow. Rich conversation. Mm, <laughs> well, if you'd like to contact us, you can find us at marriagetothemax.org. If you're enjoying Marriage to the Max, help us keep it going by supporting Home Encouragement. Just go to homeencouragement.org, click the donate button. Any amount helps. We're grateful for all the support. And uh, we just really want you to... Uh, <laughs> Thanks for listening today. <laughs> and until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless y'all. There's a reason why Kelly hosts most of these. 